Welcome to the Passion Behind the Art Show. It's all about diving in with individuals to learn the story behind their passion. It's your host, Daryl Pinnock. So the episode 50 live stream has come and gone and it was amazing. I just want to thank you to all my special guests. We were streaming live on Facebook in the Facebook group for Passion Behind the Art from 12 noon to 9.30 at night. Um, man, I mean, we had such a good time. Laughs, um, live musical performances, um, just a good time. And I just want to say thank you to everyone. I want to give a shout out to Inch by Inch, Bob Ewing, Drew Hill. Um, we were able to give away something from Inch by Inch. I want to give a shout out to Kyle Courtright from LogoWave. He gave out something from LogoWave. Um, I want to give a shout out to Lisa Quine. We were able to give out something from her um, shop. And Scotty Russell, who from Perspective Collective, we were able to give away something from his um, shop also. Um, just thank you to everyone who just came and participated and laughed with us and just enjoyed a great time we were able to share some practical and clear and and and, and actionable um advice and knowledge the focus of the live stream was building relationships and some step-by-step practical things you can do you can start doing the minute you leave the live stream i hope you enjoy it thanks again Episode 50, it's just the beginning. Oh my gosh, it's just the beginning. Which is uh, Lisa Quine. She's just awesome. You guys are going to love her. Her energy is just off the charts. Thank you for coming. Lisa! Oh my gosh, sorry. Technical difficulties, left and right. The iPad wasn't working, so I'm on my phone. Awesome. So glad to see you. Thank you for coming on. Yes. Whoa. <laughs> I'm going to find something to hold up my phone now. Okay. It's all good. <laughs> How has a full day of live podcasting going? <laughs> You're crazy. Oh, my gosh. Um, it's been good. I mean, of course, there's just, you know, I mean, technical difficulties here and there. <laughs> oh, um, really? But... I don't know what that's like. <laughs> But to be honest, as it progresses, it got better. So you are on like the winning side right now. Oh, good, good. Like, hopefully, I didn't speak too soon. <laughs> oh my gosh, what is that painting in the background? What? Um, in your are you in your house? Yes. What is yeah. that painting? Um, it's just wall art. Like, I have no idea. Oh my god. I should, I'm jealous of your painting, and I'm gonna try here. There we go. (laughs) Check it out. What have we got going on there? Oh, gosh. (laughs) (laughs) My husband decorated our apartment. Awesome. More power to him. Oh my gosh. You know what? I'm gonna get comfy on the couch. Oh. Cool. So, um, how many like how many people have you interviewed today? Um, with you, it's probably gonna be twelve. 
Oh my god. That is a jam-packed day. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's probably going to be 12 with you. Oh my god. 14. 14 and all. Wowzers. So it's going to be 12 and I still got two more. So Awesome. Yeah. And I did a little hand-lettered post for this. Am I allowed to post after? Are you going to release everything? Or is it already released since it's live? Right. You, 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 can, you can post after. Perfect. Okay, I'm excited. I'm glad you I, I, I'm. I can't wait to see what you did. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I I will admit it was kind of quick. I'll add some detail now that I have some more time to work on it tonight. But yeah, just staying oh, staying busy. Uh, that's exciting. So Lisa has officially went on her own in was it December? November. <laughs> November. November. Yeah. Doing her thing, and she's literally been crushing. Right. <laughs> um, she's a designer like myself, um, <clears throat> but. She could offer some insight to, for one, to awesome women out there and yes. some insight to, to just people in general that want to do their thing and some of the steps that she went to, to kind of get that started. So before we get to that, one of the, the theme of this is relationships. And, I love that. And I want you to talk a little bit about how... If, if you have some hacks in how to build good, good relationships and how important relationships have been to you. Oh, my God. Well, relationships are everything, um, especially in this business and especially if you want to go out on your own because, like, every job I've gotten has come from other people and relationship building over time. So, I mean, after college, I moved back to Cleveland, and I knew, you know, I had a – a base in like a suburb of Cleveland because I went, I grew up there, but in downtown Cleveland, like the city itself, I didn't know anyone outside of the two advertising agencies I worked for. And even having like a couple jobs that opened a world of future, sorry, clients and customers. So word of mouth got out and that helped build my Instagram account too. Just, you know, being nice, being friendly, being energetic for even projects at work. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it all started in advertising, like, when I was, like, straight out of college. But it just grew, like, when I would show people, like, what I was working on on Instagram, I would post my work. Like, I was just doodling this late at night. And, like, oh, I have a baby shower coming up. Like, can you do something similar for me? And, like, it, like projects just kind of expanded organically that way. But I think it, what helped is just being nice and being excited for every project that um, came my way. Sorry, my camera's so shaky. I'm like trying to hold it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I am definitely a people person. I try to keep my energy level up high when I'm talking to people. And I think it's um, addictive sometimes. Uh, I mean, it depends on who you talk to, but <laughs> I, I try to get the client excited for the project too. And, you know, in advertising, when you're, when you're talking to a client, usually about creative work, like that's the most exciting part of their day. Cause otherwise, you know, they're talking about metrics that I am totally bullshitting this part. It's like, <laughs> I don't know what other marketing people talk about, like sales, not sales, but you know, how certain campaigns are doing. 
and I don't know, just boring email stuff. But like when they see creative, they're like, oh, artwork, you know? So right. you have that already going for you. But um, yeah, like art sometimes is the most exciting part of their day. And so if you deliver it too, like you're passionate and energetic about it, like that totally helps as well. Which is true, which is true. Um, but in regards to like, outside of projects, like how has relationships kind of even benefit you, your person, like, you know, especially with this community that we have going on from different angles that all started with CS. I'm so sorry. I think I have poor connection. Can you repeat so the I, question? So I'm saying like, how has relationships be benefit you? Uh, not just in like getting clients, but like even with CS and stuff like that, like how has relationships helped you? Oh, duh, right? Um, so conferences have definitely been a huge part of this. Um, I know I met um, Joe Barron, who was a fellow Ink Wars contender at Weapons okay. of Mass Creation in Cleveland. And he got me working on Harley Davidson t-shirts, wow. which has been super fun. And he's definitely one of my favorite clients. Um, so yeah, and <laughs> well, he's definitely one of my favorite clients when we're not competing against each other. <laughs> His board was awesome. Um, but yeah, and like just the speakers are always amazing. And I get something out of every talk I've ever listened to and just I don't know like getting lunch with people afterwards right. like it's the in-between times too um meeting people at workshops together um sitting and listening on panels like and then actually like going up to the speaker afterwards and talking more about them because they're people too like I used to have a fear and of you know a person that has been so much further in their career like I kind of get um starstruck <laughs> Right. So, but um, I talked to Lenny about this. I think you've had Lenny on the podcast before. Mm -hmm. yeah. And we were just talking about how, you know, just approach them as a person, ask them about their family, like bring it down to earth. And then right. you can like, I don't know, fangirl over them, <laughs> <laughs> but not freak them out. Um, but yeah, again, like that has been super helpful talking to someone who has made the leap before and getting advice from a number of people before I made the leap that totally helped. Okay. So this, are we ready? Can you talk a little bit about the, um, the mural now? Yes. Uh, well, <laughs> it's not released out to the public yet. March 18th. <laughs> I know. I mean, it's pretty much out there already, but, um, March 18th will be the big, like, um, news story locally. <laughs> Right. But um yeah, I just completed six walls in um a building kind of out, like just outside of downtown Cleveland. It's got a great view of the skyline though, which I appreciated. Like it, my arm would fall asleep and I'd turn around and be like, "Oh, there it is." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was a beast of a project and a lot of um questions that I've gotten were like, oh, did you just project it? I'm like, no, because it was in a hallway. Like, and I couldn't project the design on the wall. So I had to kind of wing it. And, um, but I did use the grid system. So I had an image on my iPad, gridded it out. And then I built a grid like on the wall as well in chalk. So 
how did you get this project if you can share like how yeah did you get that um cleveland is a smaller city so a lot of like almost all my projects are word of mouth or sometimes instagram sometimes it's news articles but um a interior design firm found me on instagram or by word of mouth I, i asked them at one point and it was either those two I'm mixing projects together in my head now. <laughs> but yeah, small city, small city. Okay. So it's basically you consistently putting yourself out there in some way, shape, or form. Yes. You know my answers better than me. Um, <laughs> I am a firm believer in like putting out the work that you want. And so, I mean, I got into murals by going to a public chalkboard under a bridge, (laughs) very safe, Um, and just like do like doing chalk murals in the cold Cleveland weather and stuff like and making the artwork I wanted large scale because I've never done like I've never drawn on a wall before. So I just said, why not chalk up this like public art wall, you know, and for the most part, no one touched it. So was this something that you went up and did, or was it, did you get hired to do that? Nope, just did it for the fun. I like that. Because like, like how how is how is a client supposed to trust you if you've never done it before? So I saw that I needed I lacked experience in murals, so I had to go get some. And luckily, Cleveland has like a public chalk art wall. Actually, they have a few scattered around the city. So wow, yeah. Interesting. <laughs> I've never um, heard of that. That's pretty interesting. There was, I think it started because we got one that says, before I die, I want to. And then people could write whatever they want. Oh. Yeah. And those have been popping up around cities. But we also have blink chalk walls down by a neighborhood called the Flats by the river. So, yeah, a lot of people do like, I love Cleveland or like, you know, letters, heart, other letters. Uh, cool, cool. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you uh, you have been putting out work consistently. You've grown an audience. Now you're all out on your own. Like, what are some practical things that people could just leave from here? They may not necessarily be designers, but some things that they could leave out of here and just say, okay, I have no more excuses. I could go start doing this. Oh, like advice for right. doing your passion? <laughs> right. So uh, to be blunt, like money is a huge part of it. So... I would definitely, uh, I read the book Overlap by Sean McCabe and McCabe, McCabe, sorry. I, yeah, I have, I'm not in his fan club or anything. So (laughs) I I only know what I read. Um, anyway, so he wrote the book Overlap and it talks about having three months of living expenses saved up before you go full-time freelance. I was scared shitless. I like was more like four or five months <laughs> just playing it super safe. That's um, good though. But yeah, like definitely saving up first just in case you fall into trouble and have to like spend time finding a job again, um, which hopefully won't happen. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, saving up and then finding different pockets. Uh, like you're not just a designer, you design logos, you design brochures, you tap into different industries, like finding different revenues of income. Mm -hmm. So I focused on murals. I focused on reoccurring monthly chalkboards for different restaurants in Cleveland. 
Um, I s- tried to start selling prints. I hate having inventory. It makes me crazy. Ah. I'm such a neat freak, and I hate that there's, like, prints sitting in my room uh, or guest room. I'm like, <laughs> but it- it's another form of revenue. <laughs> right, which is true. Which um, is true. So, yeah, save up, have different forms of revenue, and connections. Like, um, I forget. I've listened to a lot of audiobooks and therefore I jumble up everything I listen to. But one good <laughs> one good piece of advice is go in person to where you want to work. Like I this my favorite restaurant in Cleveland. I go to eat there all the time and I just emailed the marketing guy. I'm like, "Hey, I'm a lettering artist. Like I would love to, you know, Town Hall's my favorite restaurant. I would love to do this. I did this with another restaurant, got them too. Like, mm, just look at go you. show up. <laughs> Dropping knowledge. That's like a, a, a good hack right there. That's a legit something that someone could go do, whatever it is. It, it doesn't necessarily have to be design oriented, but if you want to go, just go to the place mm-hmm. and then at a later time, well look at you um you go to creative south and i'm sure that has helped you like making those in-person connections right i mean to be honest like how i really got i went to creatives i never went i didn't go to creative south i went to meet someone up and we started it started into me and him turning into a whole row a whole table at in and out burger was it is it in and out burger that burger place, the most popular burger place over there by um, Chris. I thought In and Out Burger know. was a West Coast thing. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, I figured that. I messed up. It's not In and Out Burger, but it's a burger spot. Gotcha. It's gotcha. This whole row of people, but I didn't go to the conference. I just drove down there to meet someone else. Oh my God. I just associate you in the Creative South like, group because. I eventually <laughs> did go to the conference after that, though. But yeah. what happened is I reached out to Mike. And I was like, dude, I didn't go to the conference. I just hanged out with the people. These people are awesome. Keep up the good work. And now we are probably, like, we are really good friends now. Uh, see, it works. So it just, works. <laughs> it works. So people, get out there. Get out there and go talk to somebody. Get out there. Um, saving. Um, go and save your money before you want to go do your thing. And two, like this is i know you're working on that right now and i'm building that that's the multiple revenue streams idea yeah yeah don't want to just be making money from one thing only multiple revenue streams i have another one too go ahead um don't copy other people's artwork (laughs) because they know when you do it i have a monthly call with other um, women in the freelance like lettering and illustration um, industry and like it's amazing how often people copy other people's work it's like yes they are like they have their own styles in the world and people like high visibility projects and people want to replicate that and I get it, like it's out of fanhood, but if you're selling it for money, you need to put your own spin on it. And right. it, it's sometimes hard to get inspiration. So maybe get a book instead of always scrolling Instagram and Pinterest because the same images tend to like repeat. And so I've found like go outside, like drop the phone, drop the screens, put your nose in a book or like go on a walk and get inspiration from something other than a screen. 
But there's one thing that I know that you do that mm-hmm. you shared with me. It's your tactic of like making some kind of I don't know if you a, a collage or a mood board or whatever yes, maybe yes. on Pinterest, which is like ever since you told me that I've done it every single time. Right. Um I've also purchased uh Jason oh my god, he's gonna kill me for mispronouncing his last name, but it's either Karn or Carney. Jason, oh, okay. I know what you're talking about. But I, he, I've never tried to say his last name. I, I'm terrible at name pronunciation. But anyway, he, I think he buddied up with Dustin Lee, and he sells his lettering library on okay, cool. Retro Supply. And I bought that, and it's a PDF of, like, books, book pages from, like, old, old, old vintage lettering books. It is amazing. I'm like, no one, no one is like lettering in the style besides Jason and stuff. Right. And I've like, it made, it opened my eyes into like Art Nouveau and like the early 1900s and like type styles back then. Mm-hmm. So I did a whole series of 10 new quotes by women. And in that style, I kind of mixed like the fonts I found in his books with um, William Morris, who was, mm-hmm. um, had a, he had a exhibit at the Cleveland Museum of Art. So an in-person museum and like books just kind of combined those two. And I tried to stay away from the internet, but I mean, it's, it is the quickest option. Right. Which is true. I mean, it's, it's a very fine line. I mean, right. We all say that, you know, at some point everything has been created, but yeah. you know, do your best to kind of do your due diligence and researching and, you know, what I mean, you should be fine. I mean, it's tough, man. Sometimes you int- unintentionally kind of create something that's already out there, and you don't know until after. I, uh, I mean, that's how I got my start in lettering. I would, you know, try to replicate something cool I saw online. That's totally fine. It's just when you start copying it verbatim, and and business. yes, yes, <laughs> like you don't want to start off a business on a lie or like on something you copied, you know. <laughs> Which is true, which is true, which is true. So what is, um? so you're going to be doing a workshop at Creative Self. Yes. Are you doing... Right. Yeah. Just Creative Self. I know you told me that you won't be going, you won't be going to crop. So no, I'm so bummed out. It looks amazing. Uh... Uh, I don't think I'm going to make it either, but. <laughs> little bit so too much traveling. Lettering, you're doing a lettering workshop at Creative Self. What? Um, I don't. I didn't ask anybody else this, but I'm going to ask you anyway. Okay. What What does Lisa got going on next? What's next? Um. Oh, I just <laughs> I landed a ice cream client, which is a dream come true. Um. You know, I we had to talk about like dream clients and stuff, and I. Mm-hmm. It's hard to like. I have dream projects rather than dream right. clients, but then I landed an ice cream shop in Cleveland. I'm like, oh, that's a dream client. Like. Ah, it's like free unlimited ice cream. I'm going to try to work that in the contract. <laughs> <laughs> I might just slip it in really tiny, like seven point, like, and give me ice cream. But um, I'm redoing their menu boards and they kind of wanted to look like pot bellies where it's multiple boards okay. kind of collaged together. Okay, so I'm cool. really looking forward to that, but it's, it's going to be a lot of lettering. Um, so that's okay. coming up. And then I've got a lot of, <laughs> I've got a, conference to go to it's a librarian conference in philadelphia this month where i'm going to be doing a live mural but it's all going to be people that librarians that show up to this company's booth so i have to draw like a hundred people in three days 
So you're gonna draw actual people. Yes. But not like, like cartooning. Uh, I'm gonna they want me to add in like some company values and stuff, so luckily oh. there is some lettering in there, but they're like you could draw people, right? <laughs> I, I say yes to a lot of things and then figure it out, which, I mean, that seems to be advice everybody gives. So I'm like, oh, I'll just do that. <laughs> so, well, um, uh, Lisa, um, I, I'm trying to look at the time. Okay. So Sorry. Jason is coming up next. Woo! So, yes. Um, I just want to thank you for coming on. Like, you know where we stand. You're yes. awesome. You're awesome. And I you are appreciate too. all the support. All, all the support. Sounds good. Well, thank you so much for having me on for episode 50. Like, congratulations on making it to right. 50. That you hustle hard. <laughs> You've got it going on. So thank you so much for asking. And um, I can't wait to post about this. All right. I can't wait to see. Well, thanks, Lisa. Have a great night. Bye. Good night. Alright. Alright, that was Lisa Quine. As you can see, she's like a ball of energy. Great energy. Um I'm, I'm all, always enjoy talking to her. The next guy that's coming up is Jason <clears throat> Frostholm. He is the podcast host for the Creative South podcast. So you guys have hear, heard us talk about Creative South, said CS. Like, this is a life-changing event. Jason, um, thanks for joining in earlier. Thanks for being on right now. Thanks for having me. Uh, dude, um, you, you you are awesome, man. Like, you are, Mike Mike Jones is the face of Creative South. You're the, officially the voice. You're the <laughs> voice of Creative South, man. You are literally the voice of Creative South. That's a lot of pressure. <laughs> so as you know like you listen chiming in here and there to kind of hear what we've been talking about one mm -hmm. of the main things that we've been talking about was relationships mm -hmm. and i feel like like i want you to talk a little bit about the power of podcasting and how being the, a part of the, doing the podcast for creative south how does that impact your life oh wow um i mean it's been a huge change it was you know it you know speaking of it in the power of relationships it all started from a relationship with mike um and it really started with a relationship with diane gibbs um because she and i were online buddies and she was hosting design recharge and mike was on there talking about creative south and and one thing led to another and i've told this story a bunch of times so i'm not gonna i'm, I'm not <laughs> I'm not going to bore everybody with all the details. Excuse me. But I ended up going to Creative South uh, for the first time in 2014 and then have been back every year since. But after, after 2015, <clears throat> um, really wanted to start finding a way to give back. I was already talking to a, almost all the people that I'd met at Creative South on a daily basis and a in a Slack channel that we have um, and wanted to figure out how to do something for Creative South because I felt it had done so much to get me out of a, just a creative and professional rut. Um, 
and, and that built off my relationship with Mike. So Mike and I had, you know, in that time become friends and I, I just reached out to him and asked, it was like, right. Hey, what do you think about doing a podcast? And, you know, he had literally just a couple of days before had that conversation with somebody else about, you know, the, just the idea of doing it. So, um, it, it, it ended up, you know, working out really well for me. Um, and in the time of doing the podcast, you know, I've had the opportunity to meet a lot of really cool people. Um, I can't say that I've like built a relationship with every single guest that I've had on, but there's, you know, been more than a handful that I have. Um, like for you, for instance, um, you know, I've, I've, and Matt Dawson and Peter Bacchio and Fabio Perez and, Anybody that I leave out, I'm really sorry, but I'm I'm blanking on names all of a sudden. Um, so, you know, relationships came out of having people on the podcast as well, and and not just relationships, but friendships. Um, right. It wasn't just, hey, you know, I'm now we're not just Facebook buddies. We're, you know, it it was it was more than that. And I think, um, I think it's sometimes it's just kind of gets lost, you know, it's like, okay, I get to know Jason. Um, what can I get from him? Mm -hmm. I get to know you, you say, oh, I get to know Daryl. What can I get from him? But instead of like, just trying to just be genuine people to each other. Mm -hmm. And that I feel like that's the type of relationship I'm talking about. Like just being able to just kind of just be real friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> so what are some of, if you can share, maybe you don't want to share, but what are some of the doors that this kind of opened up for you? If entry. Um, I don't know that it's directly opened any doors for me. It's, it's afforded me some cool opportunities. I got to okay. go do the podcast live. Um, at Weapons of Mass Creation a couple years ago. Um, was really hoping to be able to do it again this past year, but things just didn't work out as far as travel arrangements and work stuff and all that. Um, I, I'm In this October, I'll be speaking up in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Um, so th those would be the direct opportunities um i've gotten a little bit of freelance work from it you know just from but that's been from people that i've built friendships with um who have sent me stuff that nece wasn't necessarily you know in their wheelhouse or was you know something they couldn't take on at the time right but i mean that that's it's only been a handful of those things but okay. you know it, it it does go back to I've had the opportunity to speak with a lot of amazing people and that's helped keep me motivated and keep me um, from getting a, um, in a rut and um, yeah so that, that, <laughs> that's a long rambling way of saying uh, more than I thought of when I first started talking <laughs> Right. So, and, and and the thing is, 
sometimes I think what, what people are afraid of is just kind of putting themselves out there. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, can you speak to that a little bit? Because you had to put yourself out there. I mean, uh, you probably had uh, some idea, but you didn't know that Mike was going to be like, okay, let's do this. I, you know I, I mean? did not know. I, I mean, I've, I didn't think Mike would turn me down. I did not think he would um, rush me into it in a two-week time frame. I thought, I, you know, because when I reached out to him, I literally, I knew what a podcast was. And I right. I had never done a podcast before. I didn't know how to get a podcast posted online. I didn't know, you know, what software to use, I, you know, what type of mic to get, any of that stuff. And within... You know, two weeks I was up and running with uh, my first starter mic, um, and and found a hosting service and built all that stuff out of it. Yeah, it, I mean, there, it was initially, like I said, putting myself out there and asking Mike, you know, hey, would you be okay if I did this? Because you know, Creative South is his baby, um, and I didn't want to seem like I was piggybacking on his success. Um, but you know, on the day to day, I've got to put myself out there when I reach out to guests to see if they want to come on there. I put myself out there every time I talk to a guest who I don't know. Um, there's, there's all those things that are behind it and I still get, you know, nervous. I still, you know, it's an email I'm sending and I get worried about, you know, what if they say no? And, and I have to push myself through that. And there, there's been people that I haven't reached out to just because I'm worried that they'll turn me down. And then there's other people that I haven't reached out to because I'm worried that they'll say yes. And then what the <laughs> hell am I going to do? <laughs> Who, what am I going to talk to about? Because I'm worried about, you know, being okay, starstruck. That's funny. that's funny. That is funny. It, it's, it's, it's trust me it's it's one of those things where you know you just kind of kind of just got to go for it you know what i mean like there's you won't really get rid of that feeling yeah uh, you know you just gotta yeah and i know you know that just gotta go for it let's see what what happens yeah because uh, one of the things that i kind of i try to tell myself like just don't take anything personal whatever comes about just don't take anything personal yeah that's what I try to do. Uh, sometimes I'm successful at it. <laughs> All right. So, um, someone wants to start a podcast. They want to start doing something. What are some practical things that you know you can share and say, okay, um, this this is what you can start doing to get you down that path after stop finish watching this live stream. Uh, a go out there and do it. it Believe me, if I can figure out how to do a podcast in two weeks, you can figure it out. It's, it's, we're not talking rocket science here. It's, it, there's enough tools out there that it's easy and painless to set up. Uh, you know, find a good hosting platform, you know, whether that's one that's really robust like Libsyn or one that is, super easy to use like SoundCloud or or one that sorry I'm being heckled here um, by Zach Wilkinson through 
tweets and Facebook messages and stuff like that. Um, but it, it's there's there's so I use Simplecast. That's that's the hosting platform that I use. You can you know you you can build you know a website if you don't have website experience with Squarespace or something similar. Um, yeah. Cause I'm not a, I'm not a web developer. I'm not a web designer. I've, you know, I've built a podcast website, um, that is not up at the moment and I'm horribly behind on getting the official, uh, creative South podcast website. So you have to go through creative South now to get to it, but that's coming soon. Um, but all the tools are out there at your fingertips. None of them are that difficult to use the, you know, you don't have to buy the best mic out there. You can spend, you know, as little or as much as you want on a microphone. You know, the the first mic I got was a little over a hundred bucks, um, which is in the mid range of microphones that you can get. But you can get a decent Behringer kit mic for twenty bucks. That's gonna do what you need. Um, you know, as long as you got a computer, especially in my world, you know, and and you've got a lot of crossover with this as well, but there's a lot of designers out there. We all use Adobe Creative Cloud. You've got a built-in tool there, Adobe Audition. You know, if you've used Premiere or even if you've used Garage, you can even use GarageBand. Right. That's true. You know, there's ways you can do it on your phone. I don't necessarily recommend that because you're not going to get the best quality. But you can do it, right. you know. It's it's just a matter of starting. That's right. that's the biggest hurdle you're gonna have is the starting. I mean, dude, you're right because I now have a mic thanks to you. Uh, you're welcome. Um, but like I was rolling with this. This is what I was rolling with. You know, you see me. Yeah. This is what I was rolling with, and. As Jason said, like, the goal is to start, 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 you know what I mean? Start, Mm -hmm. you know, so, um, dude, you know, I really appreciate you. I really appreciate everything you do, everything you stand for. Well, thank you. Um, um, This is a friendship that I cherish, and um, I really appreciate everything you do, man. Oh, same here, man. I I, I mean that. You know, I, I appreciate you having me on twice now um once was slightly less terrifying because it wasn't live um but you know people get a glimpse into my laundry room now where this is where i record the podcast (laughs) and i'll do the um i'm gonna switch the camera around so you see what my view is i don't have my computer set up but there's my mic there's my audio processor there's the stand that my computer goes on and then you know there's soundproof fall and over here is a fridge and <laughs> washing machine and dryer and a bunch of junk because I live like a hoarder sometimes. And and I, I think that goes back to you don't have to have anything fancy. I mean, I'm doing a podcast out of the laundry room. I mean, this isn't, you know. Where where Daryl is sitting now is much nicer than where I where I do my podcast from. 
Hey, dude, this is not where I do anything. This was specifically because I'm doing this. Like, you've seen, you had, all those who've had me on the podcast, especially if we do it at a nighttime, you're in a dark room for the most part. Yeah, I think this is... my head. I think this is, and this is going to sound terribly inappropriate out of context, this is the first time I've seen Daryl with the lights on. Um... (laughs) So it's, you know, I I actually can see kind of what he looks like now instead of just some shadows and eyeballs and teeth. Oh, man, that is the truth, you know. So I wanted to make it a little bit nicer, a little bit better lighting for this event. But usually, and, you know, it's not about being fancy. And sometimes we get so caught up in trying to be fancy that, he, uh, you 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 don't do anything right and um, we are all a testament of that like literally it's about you just starting and just adjusting as things go adjusting mm-hmm. as things go I, I would I would definitely agree with that so so l- let me ask you since you're at episode 50 now what is, what does the future hold for you what do you how are you gonna up your game? Which you know I have something. I'm always I have oh, yeah. something. <laughs> well, to be honest, like the podcast, I came upon the podcast by accident. Mm-hmm. Like a video show, this is what I wanted original, mm-hmm. right? So it kind of took a little while, but I, I I'm gonna extend the podcast even more, do more podcasts. Um, but eventually, like, I'm going to be intertwining these live shows. And okay. that's, that's where, I mean, the terrified, I'm terrified, I'm everything, all the above. But the more scared I am, the more I'm going to want to do it. Sure. So eventually that's where, because F-Dot, um, Eric Fredrickson, mm-hmm. um, he was like, we're, we were chatting a little bit after his episode and he was like he just said something and i never really thought about it he was like dude know that you're building a community right Mm -hmm. and uh, yes that is what's happening but i never thought of it i literally never thought of that i never thought that there's a group of people that come to this even though that's what's happening every tuesday i release an episode Mm -hmm. so and then my wife was like you need to get your voice out there. You've been doing it behind the scenes for a long time. Like I've been a mentor. I've been um, to people. I've been helping people for for years since I was 16. Mm-hmm. But it's always been behind the scenes and, you know, the old-fashioned way in a room with a group of people and talking in small groups and stuff like that. And she was like, you need to put your voice out there more. You know, put your voice out there. And I thought it was, but if my wife is saying that, there's probably something that I'm not doing. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Listen to her. So, she sounds like a smart um, woman. Uh, which is very true, which is very true. So that's where eventually, like, I'm just going to ramp it up a little, add some more things. Um, this group has been created, this mm-hmm. Facebook group. Um, I don't know where it's going to go, but if I could help someone take some action, I think more than anything else, that's probably where... I want to help get someone to take some kind of action. Like you'll be worth it after all. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. 
So, you know, speaking of that, have you told people that you're going to be at Creative South this year doing your podcast live? So, no, not actually, no, not everyone. I was trying to get this day past me. <laughs> Once this day is past me, like, that's the next, you know what I mean? The next thing to put out there. It was just because I had so much guests, like, it was more than, like, putting this all together was a lot. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> I don't know how you're still speaking after <laughs> going all day. Well, you know, I've I've spoken I've said I've speaking a lot outside of like being online and stuff like sure. that. But like, dude, like just the behind the scenes putting this thing together, like and some of the stuff I had to just say, you know what? Let's save it for another time. Mm-hmm. You know, I know Scotty sent me a met Scotty said to me, which who's he's up next. He was like, like, dude, like, you are really going all out for the 50th episode. And I was like, uh, I didn't really plan it like that, but yeah. everybody's, yes. So I can't turn back now, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, you, I, I'm impressed. You've done a lot more than I've done uh, as far as <laughs> celebrating milestone episodes. Yeah, dude, I almost didn't do it. I literally was thinking about it for like two, three months and mm-hmm. just put it out of my mind. Like, I started talking about this probably like a, a month ago, maybe. Mm-hmm. That's literally when I decided. I just decided one day, all right, let's just do it. I was literally terrified of this. Like, terrified. What ter- What about it terrified you? The fact you're alive. <laughs> like, I could edit a video. I could edit a podcast. Something goes wrong, I could edit it. Like sure. We had earlier this morning. We had so much technical difficulty. If that wasn't live, like I could just edit it. It never happened. Like it's out there. It happened. It's and even if I pulled the videos down, mm-hmm. whoever was watching live, they already saw it. So it was just like like that whole aspect. And then on top of it, I didn't know that all you guys were gonna accept. <laughs> I did not. I, I I will be honest with you. It almost like brought me to tears. Yo. Like I was like, everybody is saying yes. It's just like it was. It was a good feeling mm-hmm. that you actually that you guys wanted to be on here. So. Well, I'm I'm honored that you that asked. Terrifying. Yeah, man. I, I I had to had to. Very cool. <laughs> well, um, I'm gonna let you go. We could start. That can start getting ready for Scotty. Okay. And um, but dude, thank you so much for coming on. Um, you know how I feel about you, but thank you very much for coming on. You're welcome. Thank you again for having me on. Looking forward <laughs> to seeing you in about four weeks. Yes, like literally yesterday. That sounds about right. I yeah, don't know. Yesterday is officially active. Actually, it's technically the eleventh, but um, oh, so Monday. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm well. I'm I'm still freaking out about all the stuff that uh, we're trying to pull together for for Creative South. Tell me about it, like <laughs> y'all. Well, I mean, like when they say y'all trying to do it big, y'all trying to do it big, man. Yep. <laughs> well, dude, I'm gonna let you go. Thanks again. Have a great night. Um, thanks for. You're welcome. Put it to good use.
for sure. <laughs> I thought I was going to do that today, but it didn't work out. Technical difficulties. Uh, it sounds good either way. So, Daryl, thanks again for having me on. I really appreciate it. All right, man. All right. Blessings. I'll talk to you later. All right. Bye. Oh, so that was Jason Frost home from the Creative South. He's the podcast host for the Creative South. Awesome dude. You know, just just one of those people that, you know, they work, they do their thing. He's he's in front with his voice, but physically, like most of the times he's behind the scenes. But someone that I truly appreciate. And we are always going back and forth about things and just not in like a confrontational way, but just like throwing ideas off each other and just having good conversation. And I really appreciate that, man. Like it's cool to surround yourself, you know, with awesome women. But more importantly, because I'm a man, it's good to surround yourself with awesome men. You know what I mean? So how have you been, man? I know you did get out, you got off work and you're just like you know, partially drained. Oh, man, we had uh we had our first like kind of a baby group session thing tonight to go over you know parenthood stuff so that was like two hours and then i just got done wrapping up some tax stuff and jumping on a call and then i'm going to bed uh awesome 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 yeah so i mean dude um i'm glad you made it on um i i appreciate you man you man i appreciate you i appreciate you so the overarching thing for this has been between relationships and just some, as I told you before, some practical things that people can go do after watching this or listening to this. So let's kick it off with the relationships. Like, do you have some hacks in building quality relationships? And how has quality relationships benefited you? Um, relationships, that's the key word. Relationships over um, connections or networking. To me, relationships are everything and finding a connection with someone, but... Uh, I, I go into something tending to give value and not expecting to receive back from anyone else. And that tends to lead to the best relationships. And hold up real quick. We need to smash up the likes real quick. <laughs> give a couple hearts and a couple more. And I'm a little angry because my wife's headphones broke and there's some Dre beats cheap. All right. So anybody done that yet? Yeah, Zach Wilkinson. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Okay, couldn't have the stagnant. Thanks, Zach. A little bit of everything. Uh, that's awesome. uh, but what what I heard was like, give a little, take a little. So make sure you're always giving, and then you know you have the ability to give and ask once in a while too, like a favor. So always, always going to something willing to give, you know, and don't expect anything in return. And for me, that's built the most fruitful relationship. How how can I always just give and pour into someone else, and you know, and that seems to always karma comes back around. That is that is facts, man. Um, and that's that's for example, that's us. That's me and you. You know what I mean? Just just with no strings attached, not expecting anything in return. Just doing our best to kind of like hold each other up. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And dude, I appreciate you for that, man. I appreciate you for that. Yeah, appreciate you as well. Thanks for having <laughs> me here. <laughs> so now. You've got a lot of knowledge to drop. So give me some practical things that people can just like, those people who are not taking action can just go start doing. It doesn't necessarily have to be designed, but just go start doing something after this. Let's see. All right. I'm, I'm big 
on, I, I lived a, a lot of my life with regret and I'm big on not doing that anymore. So am I allowed to swear on this? No, I'll keep it. I'll keep it clean. Um, so if something scares me or I realize this is something I'm going to regret later, I make sure it's something I go and attack and do get uncomfortable no matter what it is. So, I mean, I was terrified of sharing my artwork for over 20-something years. It took me forever to claim that I was an artist. It took me forever to get into speaking or blogging or podcasting. So, I mean, I would challenge someone, if there's something you want to do and you feel like when you're on your deathbed, whether it's 90 or 100, and it's something that you know you're going to regret not doing or giving some effort, starting a business, a side project, gardening, going to the gym, whatever it is, you know, if you're going to regret it, I mean, take a shot at it, you know, give it all you got. So that that's for me has been huge now because I, I there's too many things I regret, too many opportunities I passed up. Right. So right. If, if there's something that, you know, lights you up that you want to try, just do it. What do you have to lose? You know, people want to see you succeed for the most part. And you see, the thing is, I think one of the things that people kind of forget is like everyone has this thing to create to benefit someone else. You know what I mean? Everyone has this thing to develop or build or share. It's the gift. And it's it, it, for someone else. Right. The gift. For, and it's for someone else. You know what I mean? We have something to contribute to this world. You know what I mean? I would agree. And I think, oh, man, this is a Picasso quote that, oh, man, I feel like I'm just going to butcher it. But basically, it's like you spend your whole life trying to find that thing that lights you up that you can give away to other people. You know, and that's like the gift. I, I can't look it up right now because I don't have my computer. But, um, you know, th it's a dope Picasso quote. So look that up and maybe we can tag it in here later. But, you know, I, I believe we all have something to offer to people. And, you know, it, it should be something that you not only like, that you're good at, but, you know, there's a market for it. It brings value to people. So I think it needs to be something you enjoy as well as something you're good at, the sweet spot. And, you know, you should never stop searching for it. Awesome. So, and, and there's something you said, and I, it kind of resonated with me, which, and because it means a lot to me, it's like this whole idea of like defeat and regret, like me and regret are like in this battle mm -hmm. and it's all said and done. Like I want to defeat regret. And I don't think we all have any urgency both in, in the grand scheme of things to defeat regret. And are you are you asking how I would defeat the regret? Uh, I mean, just speak on it. You know what I mean? Um, for me, regret pretty much took me down my whole life, regretting not to ask that pretty girl out or regretting not busting my ass a little bit harder in sports. You know, I kind of took the easy route at times or not putting in the effort of building up a portfolio and then feeling sorry for myself when I couldn't land a job. So. For me, those are all efforts of regret. Like, man, what if I would have just taken that opportunity? What if I would have invested more time into building a portfolio? What if I would have had the guts to ask that girl out, which eventually I asked out Emily and that worked out because, you know, I would have regretted not asking. Um, but for me, that's how I, I, I feel I defeat it. There's still things that, you know, keep me on the edge and scared at times. But when I feel that little urge of something I'm a, a little bit afraid of or something I'm a little scared of, I feel like for me, that's a signal. That, you know, okay, this is something I need to pursue. So that's, I think that's how I, I defeat regret. If it's, it's something that scares me, you know, I'm going after it. Going for the jugular, you know. Right. And I think that should, you see, the thing is, that's not everyone's mindset, though. Like, people don't wake up. Like, we more 
we more um, feed fear. We we have no desire on a grand scheme of things to really defeat regret. I think. You know what I, mean? I think for me, in order for me to even see this potential, was going to you know a creative south for the first year, not knowing anybody, getting around other people that are doing things I aspired to do. And for me, I, I felt like I I. I caught a little minor glimpse of something that I could actually, you know, build for myself or create for myself. And, you know, I just soaked up what everybody else was doing. And I went home and just went to grind. You know, nobody knew who I was at all. But, you know, for me, it's, it's doing the things I'm uncomfortable being, finding community, like community's huge for me. I, I owe everything to finding the Creative South family. And, you know, now it's Crop family and Creative Works family, the family I made at WMC Fest. So, Conferences are amazing, and there's all types of communities, whether you get to the conferences or not, that you can find these people. So I, I believe getting around like-minded people, wherever it is, local, online, or out of state, whatever it is, and you know, soaking up what they have to offer, trying to be around the people who are doing what you're trying to do, or trying to be around the people who are also attempting to try to get to that level. So that's what helps me the most, I, I guess, defeat regret or face my fears is catching that glimpse. We all need to catch a little bit of glimpse of that creative potential that we have within us. And for me, that's what really set me off and got me hungry. And, and the reason why I think why I try even to even emphasize that even more is because that's what bothers us years down the road. It's not the thing that we didn't work out. Mm -hmm. It's usually the thing that we never tried to do. True that. Yeah. Man, I, I remember... Like things from like fifth grade that still bug me and haunt me <laughs> today, you know, and I like, why didn't I put this thing in the art show? You know, why didn't I try this differently? Like I still have things that haunt me when I was young. So definitely. What's, what's this? Um, I know you did this new talk, right? I don't want you to give it all away, but um, whatever you feel like sharing from this new talk that you um, construct. Uh, three life lessons learned from loving pizza. Um, yeah, I can give a little bit. Let's see. We got six people watching that. That's perfect. Okay. So three life lessons learned from pizza. The first one is understanding that you can't make everyone happy. You are not pizza. And what I mean by this is that we get so wrapped up as creatives trying to please the masses instead of, you know, focusing on the work that's most true to us. And to me, I call creating work that's true to you is like staying in your own lane instead of swerving in this person's lane, biting their style, right. swerving in this other lane trying to rip this other style that might catch you a feature for the time being, but it's short, short lived, you know, really just biting someone else's style. So understand you are not pizza. You can't please everyone. Stop trying to create for the masses and create for you. And the second life lesson learned from loving pizza was learning to take life one slice at a time. And for every, uh, let, let's see, what was this one? Uh, we get so wrapped up in thinking that our creative goals and our dreams is, a race, a sprint, you know, when really this is a marathon. Everything we're doing is a slow and steady grind. And you can't climb Mount Everest in a day just like you can't eat a full pizza, you know, in one bite. So, you know, take life one slice at a time and realize this is a day-by-day -day marathon. And you got to keep showing up. You're going to get knocked on your ass. But how do you get to respond? And then the third life lesson is about learning to love the crust. So for every peak, they say there's a valley. Well, I say for every first bite of that wonderful slice of pizza, there's the crust. And the crust is those moments in life where, you know, it could be a season, it could be a moment, could be a day, a week, a year, whatever, a phase. 
But it's those moments where you feel crusty. You feel like the crap on the bottom of someone's shoe. You feel lost, invisible, depressed. All those things we all deal with, but a lot of people don't like to talk about. Well, I'm realizing that the crust is necessary because this is what molds us to that creative, that father, that husband, whatever we're supposed to become. Those crusty moments and those lessons we learn in it is, you know, what shapes us to the, the creative and how to thrive and how to... Uh, I guess, respond to adversity. So we need those crusty moments in life. So those are the three life lessons I've learned from loving pizza. Hopefully that's a a, a quick, you know, condensed version of it. But uh, during the talk, there's a lot of, a lot of fun illustrations, drawings, uh, lots of funny gifts, memes. So, you know, it's not too serious, but, and you know, I have a pizza habit. So let's, let's uh, shoot shoot some likes for for pizza. Yeah, for those who um, are are watching that don't know Scotty, like, this dude, after a while, when someone, like, for me personally, because I know him, when I think, when I see pizza, I think of him. (laughs) Perfect. And and any any good um, person who's in the branding and stuff like that knows that that's, like, ideal. That's ideal. That is ideal. (laughs) It was unintentional so uh it just kind of <laughs> happened especially i made one talking point about it you know whatever i used that pizza one before and i made drawings in the past but totally unintentional but what i always had a hard time was kind of you know my, my talk at creative south a while ago you know i definitely don't like listen to it because i wasn't my true self and mm-hmm. i am learning to uh you know embrace those weird quirks and show more of myself my personality i'm not breaking all rules of privacy you know i'm gonna I, I'm learning to show more of who I am, and I swear that's that's who I am. It's football background. I've always have. I try to. I'm right. trying my best to keep it contained for you, but you know that's just part of my brand, and it's not gonna. You know, there's people that are gonna be offended, and I spent so long trying to offend people and wanted to please everyone and be pizza that I could never be my true self in my work in my voice, and so I feel like I'm just now starting to figure out who I am and show that in my work. You know, that, that's hard for us. You know, many people. That's hard. Nah, it's uh, and, and and it's a true thing because like, like for me, like and earlier on in the show, I kind of said like these are the four things that kind of make up me when I when it influences me when I come to make something or just me. It's um, it's Jesus, design, music, and sports. Yeah, I love sports. That's that's me. Everything I make, everything I do is gonna at some way, shape, or form be influenced by those things. And that's that's and, that's how it should be. And don't be scared to show your true colors. I know curation is important. It helped me build an audience was curating. But at the same time, I'm learning like, hey, you know, why don't I just share a photo of me doing something for once in a while? Or, you know, I I share my cats on my Instagram story because I love cats. You know, I'm a pet person, but I love cats so much. I'm that dude who'll like catch me slipping watching cat videos. So unashamedly me for sure. And I used to be used to apologize and feel like I had to filter myself. And, you know, if you can't accept me for who I am with my personality or how I approach things or in my work, then, I mean, I feel bad for you because I feel like I have a lot of value to offer. And that's your loss. So that's how I approach it now. Facts. We're not pizza. <laughs> Facts. Yeah. Facts. I love it, dude. Like, if, for those who don't know Scotty, all, talking to Scotty, like, he will get you fired up. Like he's a football dude. <laughs> you, could, you could hear, you could hear the football. Uh, out of him. Yeah, as a, as a true football fan, 
you can hear it coming out of him. All you need now is that raspy, that high energy voice, and pump your arms a couple times. Oh man, you should have seen me in my my coaching and my playing days, man. This is this is uh, timid, tame Scotty. So people oh, people like to God. give me a hard time for being the the jock slash bro in the creative industry, but yeah, <laughs> again, it's part of me. So learning to accept it. I'm not sure why, because you already looked the part, dude. So yeah, they're like, "What are you doing at a creative conference?" You know, the football field is over there. Like, are you in the military? Or I get that a lot. Like, like I don't fit in or something. So you know, you know, I keep showing up. Keep showing up. Uh, oh gosh, dude, it's awesome, man. Congrats on um on expecting a new baby. I'm happy for you, man. I'm happy for you. Yeah, uh, we're we're both incredibly stoked. So wasn't planning it, but wasn't not preventing it. So it just happened. We didn't want the stress. And yeah, we found out Christmas Day. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, she told me like right after we got done opening uh, stockings and she just dropped the bomb on me. And yeah, it was hard not to like go and just tell the world. I'm not good with secrets. I, I'm very open and transparent. And I want to just, I'm probably share too much at times, but <laughs> Yeah, I'd rather share too much than not share enough with people. So it's it's like it's kind of like the the Eminem reference. It's like you put it all out there. It's like what what does someone have to say about you now? You know what I mean? Oh yeah, like Eight Mile. Yeah, yeah. You know, just like you think you you think he's gangster. His real name's Clarence. (laughs) (laughs) I watched that recently. I love that movie. Hey, Peter. Oh, what's up, Peter? I feel bad for Peter because, man, I've bugged this dude so much about updates for Creative South information. So, Peter, this is a public apology for (laughs) – I probably bug you more than anybody else, dude. So, shout out to Peter. Oh, man. Peter is awesome, man. I love Peter. Yeah, man. How's your day going? You're probably just worn out. Dude, um, right now I'm on a high, so I guess I really feel it after this is all said and done. But like, it's been awesome, dude. It's been long. Thanks, Peter. Um, um, but it's been awesome. Like, just the, it's been great, man. It's been great. You... Not sure I'm gonna do, do something like this again. <laughs> yeah, you got me. Like, I, I just had, I didn't do anything for fifty, man. I, I suck at celebrating milestones. For I got a couple ideas floating in the noggin for uh. For episode 100, so that'll be in, like, October. Cool. Like, I can't wait to see what you do, bro. Yeah, I have no idea. It all depends on, you know, <laughs> baby and family. I'll probably just put out an oh, episode yeah, again. True. Yep. That's true. Um, that's true. How are we doing this giveaway? I got a print. Um, How do you want to do it? I don't know. I was hoping for... you had this. I just want to hit episode 20. Zach, you got this, man. Episode 20, <laughs> it's, it's episode 10, then it's episode 20. That's the next mile mark that you got to break through, and then... uh. 50, 75, so yeah, just get through it. Just keep pushing it. Just keep, 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 keep swimming. Turning the wheel. Keep turning the wheel, man. Um, when it feels, go ahead. Uh, otherwise, you can just, uh, you probably can see anybody who is live. You can just pick someone random. That's fine. They don't have to be watching right now or pick anybody who's watched at all today. You know, and I'll, I'll um, if you pick them out, get their info, I'll send it to them. All right. Um, I'm seeing this dude, Zach, a lot. You don't know who Zach Wilkinson is? Probably by face. Oh, he's a splendid gentleman. This um, the, the icon is not. Uh, have you heard of Creatoring podcast by chance? Yes. Okay. I have. Yeah, he's part of that. He's the host. Yep. Okay. He's cool. he's the man behind that. Zach's a good dude. 
right, awesome. Um, I think I heard Jason talking about himself. Scotty and Jason talking about him. He's awesome. Let's let's give it to Zach. All right, smash up the likes for Zach. Zach, you got you got something coming your way, man. Zach, um, shoot me shoot me your um your infos, please. And are, Zach, are you gonna be at crop? Is anybody gonna be at crop in here first? I guess they have to text. I'm like waiting for a, a, a vocal response. What about you, <laughs> Daryl? So you're gonna be doing a live uh, live podcast there at Creative uh, South? Yes. And it's gonna go over like the loudspeaker and all that stuff. Oh, so you're gonna be on the stage or? Nah, I think they got it set up where it's like gonna be playing in the halls or something. Awesome. Like Good for you, man. <sighs> awesome. I don't know. That's scary. <laughs> that's scary. I'm going for it, though. It's terrifying. Hey, that's that's exactly why you got to do it, man. Attack it. Yeah, I believe. Awesome. Craterine's going to be live at both. Zach, can I, can I like, jump in and, you know, get recorded? Hey, Daryl, can I be on yours, too? I'm publicly asking, so you kind of have to almost say maybe. Dude, come on, man. That's not even up for. You already know. Perfect. Yes. You already know. You already know. Word man. So I'll just send I'll just send you over the times and we'll slate it up. Perfect. I'm supposed to be getting with the Hood Sisters. So <laughs> you should rephrase how you say that. <laughs> no, I just recorded with them. They're awesome. So looking forward to them being at uh <laughs> Creative South too. No, I can't stand you, man. <laughs> I know it's it's me. It's me. Love me or hate me, man. Uh, don't worry, we've had a few of those last night. As a matter of fact, Jason just did one. Oh, just I know. I, long ago, I think I, I commented on that one. I was like, oh, no, he yes. did it. No. <laughs> That's so Jason of Jason to be like Jason. <laughs> well, word, man. I appreciate you having me on. I'm sure you got to get to sleep, too. What time is it in your area? Nine? You hour ahead? Nine eighteen. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's sleep time for me, man. Yeah, I know, especially – for us people that try to do that thing of getting up early. I'm an old man and I try to get I got gray hairs coming in now, dude. It's so embarrassing. I might try to I might try to find bro, some coloring or something. Hey, you do have me beat maybe a little bit. You can't see it on yours, but I'm hitting the, the light right. Oh my god, you're so old. <laughs> <laughs> Oh that's funny man all right well well cool uh, i appreciate anybody who stopped in and watched and shout out to daryl man this is uh an extreme amount of work like doing one episode is hard in a week especially if you do the day job and you have family but like doing a whole day's worth how many people 14 14 you're mad you need to go to bed and take a vacation for a couple of days Dude, you know what's what's left though? The editing part is left. Oh, you gotta edit oh all. You, so you're gonna put all this in a day's worth, or how's this gonna turn um, out? I, I'm gonna break it up. Like I got this <laughs> like from sports radio. They like do what the first hour, second hour, third hour. So I'm just gonna let it come out every day leading up to the regular launch day, which is next week Tuesday. Kudos to you, man. I respect the hell out of what you're doing. Like, awesome. You're giving me some ideas. You're making me feel like I need to step my game up over here. Hey, man, that, it, it, it's if I could do that for you, man, that's great. Yeah. I know you would do that for me. Yeah, of course, man. So, And it was nice to catch a little bit of Jason's, too. I know. Yeah. Yeah, looking forward to seeing Jason soon, too. So, all right, cool. Well, I'll let you get, get on with the rest of your evening. Uh, thank you, Zach, Peter, Jason, everyone else. Maria. 
For sure, man. Blessings. Thanks for coming on. All right. Peace. All right. How do I get out of here? All right. Uh, a couple more likes. Hearts. <laughs> All right. Peace out, guys. <laughs> All right. So, it's that's it. Oh, my gosh. Mind blown. I've been at this from 12 noon. And it's now officially 9.20. And we've made it. Episode 50. Like, these are going to be trickling out starting hopefully tomorrow. Um, everyone who came on, love you guys. Appreciate you guys. I really appreciate this. If you could do something for me, go to iTunes and leave me a review. Scottios already have. So if you haven't, go to iTunes and leave me a review. PassionBehindTheArt.com PassionBehindTheArt Like, I want you guys to go out there and build quality relationships. This is what happens when you build quality relationships. Me, we are all not like close, close friends. Some I'm closer with some than others. But this has helped me to build great friendships. People that I will go to bat with any time of the day. And that's more important to me than anything that I can, um, um, to, to any, anything that I can attain to build quality relationships with people that I can, um, you know, share a journey with, that they can help me and I can help them build a legacy. So, without further ado, this is it, Passion Banner Art, um, this is just the beginning. Peace. I want to say thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. If you want to get in touch with me, you can reach me at dpcreates on Instagram or Twitter. And please leave me a review on iTunes because that helps the podcast to grow. Thanks again. Be blessed.